0: Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 94, I think. Anyways, this week we're going to be talking with uh, my friends Ricky, Ray, and Spencer from Florida. We're down here at Deer Camp in Kentucky, and uh, we're chasing velvet bucks on public land. We're going to talk about our tactics and strategies going into this trip. Stay tuned. This is the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. Alright everybody, I'm going to make this really, really quick. We are uh, at deer camp and it's late on the first night and I'm trying to get some sleep. And so I'm going to make this really fast. But we got a really fun episode that we just recorded uh, with, uh, with my friends Spencer, Ray, and Ricky. And we're all here in camp um, just really uh, thinking about our, our tactics and strategies going into this early season velvet buck hunt in Kentucky I think it's going to be a lot of fun this week, and I believe that some deer are going to hit the ground. These guys are um, some top no, top notch deer hunters from Florida, and uh, they know how to get it done. And uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about spending the week with them. But before we get into this episode, I wanted to let you guys know that you can check out Screegear.com, and uh, you can get 10% off of your order at Screegear.com by using the code all lowercase, all one word, Southern Ground. That'll save you 10% off of your order. Screegear.com. Also check out Tethered Nation. I am uh, super excited about this hunt because it's going to be going on the Tethered Nation YouTube channel. I'm really pumped about it. Um, got to sit in my Phantom this this evening. Saw some deer. Uh, I'm talk a little bit about that in the episode. But what I can tell you is that it was ultra comfortable. And right now they are releasing some really cool stuff. So make sure you check them out at Tethered Nation. Com. All right, guys, let's get into this episode talking about early season hunting tactics in Kentucky. Now, all right, everybody, welcome back to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. Here uh, we are, what, what time is it, like 10 o'clock? 10 o'clock at deer camp in Kentucky. And uh, I got some cool dudes here with me. And uh, we all just got out of the tree today. And uh, so I'm going to let you guys go around. The the room we've got one returning guest, uh, and two first time guests. So that's pretty cool. So, let's we'll start with you, returning guest,
1: Ricky Bullard, from Florida. Uh, just up here trying to kill a velvet buck. <laughs> it's yep. a simple
0: man. Yep. I'm just S- trying to kill me a velvet simple buck. Simple man. That's with,
2: it. Simple man with a simple plan. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> so Ricky, you had a uh, heck of a turkey season. I did. I did I had a great season. We, talk, we talked to you about turkey hunting, mm-hmm. and uh, you ended up killing what, like two more or three
1: more? Yeah, I went to Tennessee and killed two more. Um, just got into a wad of birds and killed two, and made it a heck of a trip. Heck yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah.
0: That was that was pretty cool. I was up here at the same time you were, or not here, but in Tennessee the same time you were, and yeah, you're just crushing, them, man.
1: Yeah, that's I, awesome. I would have taken a white one like you, but <laughs> yeah, hey,
0: you know, whatever. All right, and uh, first time guest to the podcast, Ray
3: Harwood, and uh, I'm up here also trying to get a velvet buck. Um, first time I've been to Kentucky in the summertime to hunt deer,
0: so,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so yep. we'll see what happens. What do you think
0: about it so far?
3: Uh, I like it. I've never uh, never been here, so it's uh, it's a little different than what I'm used to hunting, but um, gonna give it a shot.
2: Yep. All right. Spencer Ford uh, from Jacksonville, Florida. I uh, live in St. Augustine, but uh, me and my buddy Ray here, we've been coming to Kentucky for a couple years, but usually for rut hunts. And, uh, you yeah, know, early season, here we try it out, see about killing one in velvet, and try some different tactics out. Yeah, it's a uh, different, def- different game early season.
0: It's definitely different. Like, uh, the one thing that, that I've learned out here is just don't overthink it. You know, th- all you guys are living in Florida. So that is a place where you definitely have to think pretty hard. You're not really going to go out and get lucky. Um like you have to do your homework, know what you're doing to be able to consistently kill bucks. You come to a place like this and you legitimately could just get lucky right outside the parking lot mm-hmm. on a booner. You just never know, you know. Um so tonight was our first sit uh and most of us saw bucks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, how many times do you can you say that? We, you know, this is the first time being here at this specific place, and most of the guys saw bucks. Not tonight. on
2: public land in Florida. No, no it don't <laughs> happen, man. It <laughs> no, just don't it happen.
0: It don't happen. So Spencer, tell me about. Uh, tell me about like what what are you used to hunting?
2: Uh, I kind of do things a little different down there. Maybe well, not different, but different from some. So. Yeah, you have all your normal managements and everything, but I kind of focus on marsh kind of tactics, and in that atmosphere in Florida, it's maybe a little bit easier to relate it to bee style tactics, you can find beds much easier, the deer isolate more, you can use that water as pinch points. Um, It's just, it just makes Florida hunting a little bit easier, because, you know, the you have a little bit of uh advantage versus just wide openness of palmetto glaze, gallberries, pines, endless pines, you know, little strands of, of hardwoods. And, um, you know, so I kind of use that to my advantage, but, um, you know, up here it's a wide abundance of food. Um, which is kind of similar to back home because you know when they're in a, a gallberry thicket or anything like that i mean they've, they've got all the food that they ever need and florida stays green all year so the, it's a constant food source and it's more just you know when the acorns fall that's a good food source outside of that they they can just eat on you know any any broadleaf leaves so and the um, gallberry
0: the gallberry when i was when i hunted ocala last year um that seemed to be kind of the golden ticket Um, was that gallberry because it was almost i kind of compared it to like standing corn yeah right it's a it's basically a thicket i mean it's thick it's almost impenetrable deer love it yeah um and they don't really have to leave it
2: yeah everything's thick there yeah (laughs) you know it's kind of you know you come up here and you try to get out of the open woods and get to a thicket in Florida, you try to get out of a thicket and into a little piece of open wood, something that you can actually walk through. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got to utilize a lot of burn, uh, you know, when they cut paths for burns and that sort of thing, you know, so you get, get those little tram roads and whatnot, and that's, that's a lot of times your access points because, you know, things will just be too thick to even walk through down there. But
0: mm-hmm. cool Plus, thing. out there, you've got uh, a lot more dangerous things that you can step on. Yeah. <laughs> in those mm-hmm. thickets, than you do. I mean, there's snakes and stuff here, but I mean, there's going to be significantly more in right. Florida, I think. So, uh, so Ricky, what uh, y- y'all all, y'all all pretty much hunt the same style, the same type of area, correct? Is that yeah, is okay. that pretty right? Pretty close. So, Ricky, what's yeah. your what's your thoughts going into hunting early season Kentucky, um, where you really are just man that picked Sorry. up that yeah, picked uh, no, up really should, well. Should have cracked <laughs> them in front of the uh, <laughs> front of the mic,
2: huh? Ooh.
0: Yep, there it is. Oh, yeah. Cracking knuckles. So, what 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 are you doing here that would be different from the way that you're hunting at home? Kind of like, what are your expectations going into a trip like this that you haven't really ever done before?
1: Well, I'd, specifically in Florida, I would never hunt a field edge on public land because, I mean, you'd be wasting your time. They're not coming there until well after dark, if there is a field. Most places, you know, you might sure. have a little mode, mode strip or a food plot or something, but... Um, so I'm trying to remember, I don't have to be, I don't have to go as far as I can and as deep as I can, um, because like you said, you can kill a 140 next to the parking area, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to remember that, keep it simple instead of trying to dive deep and overanalyze everything, because that's what we have to do back home. Yeah. uh, I'm still going to get in the woods in the mornings a little bit, but the field edges are going to be ticking in the afternoon, I think. Yeah.
0: Have y'all seen any have y'all talked to anybody that's killed a buck so far?
2: No, I haven't. No. I think only one's been killed. Really? I checked I'll check the Oh yeah. Stats. Yeah.
0: <laughs> last year you're sending them to me every day <laughs> like, hey, th- this many bucks have been killed.
2: I try to keep up with
0: it. He made me he made me feel better, Spencer, last year when I killed that that little buck. You're like, Well, you're only one of <laughs> one of like nine that have been killed. Yeah. So yeah. don't feel too bad. But I mean that that's I remember, so my first year coming and hunting this early season hunt, August was, this is my third year doing it on the same place. And I almost, almost like, it's definitely type two fun. It really is. Like, I talk about type two fun a lot, which is like, it's fun when you think about it afterwards. And it's fun to tell the story. But in the moment, you're just like, why am I here? Like, Like, I could be sitting at home watching Netflix with my family. And I'm sitting here sweating my butt off with tick bites and freaking poison poison oak all um, over me and like it's just i mean it's it, it's really a it's a different kind of thing but not too terribly far removed as far as like like on the miserable scale from florida
2: um embrace the suck that's the whole season in florida is like this. yeah yeah <laughs> so
0: is this kind of normal like this type of weather for you guys is this like nah, nothing new
2: it's cool this is, <laughs> this is cold it's <laughs> yeah. chilly um yeah, I mean it's, you know, it can it can be this warm still in December.
1: Yeah, every buck yeah. I killed last year, I was sweating. So. I and mean,
2: we get, we get cold snaps, you know. It's North Florida, so I mean we'll get a couple, you know, hard freezes, you know, close right at thirty-two, sometimes like high twenties or something. But we get a couple of those a year, and a lot of times they don't happen until January. Yeah. So we have January and maybe like the first couple weeks of February. That's our winter. And then it's over. And then it's oh, – season's over. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard, yeah. man. It's
0: so hard to scout on Onyx and, like, try to find transition lines and stuff in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's just all green. It's just a giant just green patch. It stays green all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys seem to do pretty well.
2: Like, yeah, okay. Ricky did real good last year. He killed yeah, all five of his Florida bucks and killed a – one angel.
0: You killed right. five bucks in Florida? I
1: killed four. Oh, I killed sorry. four in a doe. Yeah.
2: But that's still a full time. Oh well, never mind. You get get five deer. It could be five bucks. Yeah. But uh, it's all
0: different zones, right? Like you, you have to travel to different zones to be able to do that. No,
2: is that statewide? Frick. So you're, you can kill five bucks, (laughs) or you can kill four bucks in one doe, or three bucks and two does. Yeah. But we don't have does open all the time. We have, well, in our zone, it's only one weekend, and then. You also have archery season. Yeah. Um, some other zones are a little different. I, I don't keep up with it real good, but yeah. um, you know, real limited opportunities. Not like some other states where you just you kill your doe anytime yeah. that you feel like killing it. Um, so
0: Alabama's like that. We've got we've got some uh, doe days and stuff. You can kill a doe every day of the season with a bow if you yeah. want to, but with a rifle you have certain doe days that you can. And it's usually, like, two different weeks out of the season in some zones. Now, some zones you can kill a doe every day with a rifle. Um, so it, 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 I think whenever I compare, you know, Alabama is definitely, I would say, better, better hunting than Florida is. But, I mean, you come to Kentucky, and Kentucky's kind of like it's one of those places where you can tell. Like, they've been very strict on the, the laws. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, you get one buck one buck a year i've come out here one time in uh january right at the end of the season and i was the only person on this wma because Mm -hmm. everybody else is i mean at that point everybody's probably killed buck right they're they're done hunting um
2: any all the guys like us that are out of staters are not planning their trips then yeah you know yeah everybody wants to come for the rut or they come up and try to get an early one and then a lot of those guys are done yeah and you're only competing with the locals, which the local pressure isn't as bad up here as the, yeah. the out-of-state pressure is where it's really at. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of out-of-state, <laughs> a lot of, of
0: Louisiana, a lot of Alabama. Everywhere. Tennessee. Um, that's nice. one thing that North, I've
2: – Northern states, too. Indiana. You know, guys yeah. that got good hunting. You see guys from Ohio, Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen Wisconsin tags, Michigan, all of them. It's crazy. <laughs> everybody. Everybody <laughs> comes over here. It's
0: crazy. I mean, it's a cool opportunity. To be able to go out and and kill a buck in velvet, yeah. and like like we've talked about already, you just never know in this state, um, especially for a southern guy who's just not used to hunting places where there's a lot of deer. Yeah. Like you'll find deer tracks right outside the parking lot out here. Like it's just not it's nothing. I literally hunted like 300 yards from the parking lot tonight because I got here late, and I saw a big buck. And I saw two does. So, I mean, that's a good, that's a dang good sit in Alabama. That's like,
2: right, you
0: yeah. know, that's every once in a while you'll have a day where you see a big buck, you yeah. know. Out here, it's like I just kind of on the whim with bad wind went out and, and did it. So, I think I think the the main thing that, that I've learned out here in doing this, like, early season um, hunting ag is just not overthinking things,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. We tend to us, a Southern guys especially, we, like we talked about. We have to overthink things sometimes, because you you got to overthink. Like, I use the kayak. That's part of. I'm overthinking my access, because, I have to. Right. I don't have a choice, really, if I want to see deer. Um, and you guys do kind of the same thing. I know you use water access quite a bit, right, Spencer?
2: Yeah, yeah, I
0: do. Do you? I know you did. You went to you went down to South Florida yeah
1: i little, saw how more. was that that was rough i saw way more gators than i did deer um i know i saw two does on one of the levees down there but it was just so thick it's like south florida and north florida are like two totally different worlds but but yeah that was that was a water access only wma so
0: that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. i mean that was like what two weeks ago three weeks ago
1: yeah it was uh first couple weeks of august and they actually opened august first down there so
0: it's crazy we talked to a guy uh hunts down in the everglades Mm -hmm. and uh that was a cool episode just kind of talking about how different that culture is and even even y'all's culture is different than alabama and then alabama's the hunting culture is different than it is here
2: yeah i think i listened to that one they you know they and it's south florida is different from north florida yeah i mean it's different like once you get south of melbourne everybody's they, you don't hardly run regular boats everyone's got airboats and yeah you know and then i believe get, the deer
3: brought down there in, in the august don't yeah, yeah late like
2: july early august yeah and that, that's something well you know he tried to take advantage of it going south florida but if if you if you follow the state around you know you can have a season almost all year it starts in july i think in the south end of the state and if you go to the panhandle you go all the way up to in the second or third week of February. So you got like. <laughs> so, so I mean, you got and then and you then got turkey, turkey season <laughs> and then you're right back in it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, so but it's but it's really tough in Florida. It's, you know our population is so high that uh, we don't have that many areas except for some of the really big areas that are not quota. So almost everything you have to pull a tag for. You got to pull a quota tag. for. Mm-hmm. So that makes it pretty tough. Um, and they do reissues and stuff. But hell, I got I got one tag for a gun hunt. And it's actually on a dog, it's a dog management, but I'm going to go in and still hunt it. I'll still hunt down in the, in the creek bottom and just let the dogs run the deer up and down all day. I've seen some guys kill some pretty nice ones doing that. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's a a good tactic. That worked for me when I was in Florida. Yeah. Just basically get around where the dogs are pushing deer at and.
2: They'll be slipping. They'll slip up and down the creek.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it worked. There was one day out there where, um, I mean, I saw like 14 deer. I saw one deer that I think was probably a buck. It was, it was doing like that. It was kind of just slipping in the shadows.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I just never got a good look at it. But I saw like 14 different deer, black bears. Did uh, you say
2: where you hunt? Uh, would that be name-dropping? Ocala, yeah, yeah I, I it's, say it's, it. It's such a big it's damn so place. It's so big, yeah. If, if Do they still hunt run dogs to, down there? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't it's, oh, it's, oh, yeah. It's like a dime thing. And thing and now, Ocala. You know. How about it, buddy? That's, that's kind of <laughs> what I think. I'm like, you know. we like, <laughs> not really spot-burning. That's damn. a lot of acreage right yeah. there.
0: And uh, Florida's tags are, what, like $40 for a non-resident? It's super cheap. Nobody's going to Florida to hunt as a non-resident.
2: Only for turkey. Yeah, turkeys. They come for the Osceola
0: that's that's a that's a big a big pull but deer i mean nobody's doing it i love i I freaking love it like that's number one until i make it happen that number one thing that i want to do is kill a buck in florida um that'll be the one of the great like i don't even care what it is i may get it mounted honestly
2: it's getting better because um not to go too long wind on that but you know it that five Five deer tag, which is still excessive, you know, compared to a lot of states. It used to be two two deer a day, yeah. And they and and like I said, it was buck only, pretty much. So you could kill two bucks a day every day, whole season. So do you feel like the do you feel like point regulations and stuff too? Do you feel like the um,
0: the deer population in Florida could be good, like could be great, or do you think it has the habitat to be able to produce a a great deer population?
1: Some places. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the, like, around the big cities, probably not, but, like, north North Florida, the, panhand, the Panhandle, especially, like, Tallahassee area, yeah. uh, Madison.
2: I mean, back There's in the day, some big deer there. I maybe did a little outlawing in some places I shouldn't have been, and, <laughs> you know, and these places were controlled, like, no, nobody, nobody hunted them, you know? Yeah. And they're still just, like, you hit this kind of limit, it seems yeah. like. And, there's plenty of food. There's plenty of bedding, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's. I don't know. Yeah,
3: well, I've seen I'm quite a, 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 a few bodies. nice bucks killed in Florida, though. Um, nice there's there's a Facebook page um, that uh that shows quite a few. I mean, there, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Kill a bunch yeah. of
2: real nice ones in South Florida. I mean, that's where the state record came from. Was uh. It was in South Florida, really, mm-hmm. Green Swamp. Yeah, Green Swamp. I, I didn't it was know that when it first opened.
0: Yeah, yeah. which that's not necessarily that's more Central Florida, isn't it? That's pretty yeah. close to where I hunted Green Swamp.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's like it's, it's like right outside florida. claremont yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. south florida for us but yeah. yeah yeah there's
2: another one around orlando that's good and, uh alachua county's good and then you know it's kind of that that central belt line that follows mm-hmm. uh georgia's flint river down it's that same just good fertile soil i forget the county names like jackson and maybe hamilton or something like that hamilton leon like halfway over into the panhandle those those couple states right on the georgia line they kill some hammers right there
0: yeah I know I always, when I when I go through, like, Tallahassee area, really when I cross over the Alabama state line, mm-hmm. Alabama-Florida state line, I start seeing a lot of deer, um, not anything huge, you know, never really anything huge. I know they're there. Yeah. Um, uh, Chase Prince, uh, Walter Lee's co-host with yeah. uh, Chasing Tails, he kills some great deer, and I think he lives pretty close to where you guys are at.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah I think he's in a
0: he, he kills some he kills some really solid deer I, i've just always been curious uh i've talked to walt about this before about if florida could maintain a healthy like a good deer population to make it great and he's kind of of the opinion that's like it, it just doesn't really have the habitat to support like a like a kentucky style like
2: right i mean i'm not an ecologist or anything but i mean there's there's no real high protein and in the, in the soil's not that good i mean we got some ag there and I mean, even the areas where, I mean, we got ag all in St. John's County where I live. There's you know, a lot of corn grown. It's mostly corn, cabbage, and potatoes. But, um, you know, there's still just not, you know, hundreds of deer in the field. You know? Yeah. I mean, I got a buddy that does depredation permits out there and just kills them all summer long, but it's not huge numbers or nothing. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I know the deer in general are supposed to have a, A certain amount of habitat diversity, as far as open area versus, you know, woods, and maybe it's the fact that we don't have much open area. Yeah, that might be having something to do with it.
0: So, so talking from the perspective of a guy, um, you know, from Florida, which there's going to be a lot of Louisiana, Florida, uh, those those like southern state guys that are going to travel up to uh, Kentucky, states like Kentucky, Indiana, places like that, where you do have a really large deer population and a lot of good bucks um what would you say which i know y'all i know y'all haven't really done this a whole lot but obviously you guys kill good deer on a regular basis in florida um what would you say is like your main focus going in we'll start with you ricky what's your main focus going in to a place like this like what are you looking for um what to you because everywhere has deer sign there's lots of deer sign everywhere what do you screams like yeah i'm gonna hunt here
1: so i mean it's kind of a it's it's kind of hard to look for buck sign because all the buck signs old you know what i mean they're still in velvet so i'm just focusing on food and numbers of deer and i'm just hoping that when i find those numbers i'll run into you know maybe i have a bachelor group of bucks come in or um maybe even cutting off the food from you know don't, don't hunt right on it get back off of it and let those does come past you and then yeah, maybe you can catch a buck slipping in before, trying to slip in before dark but that's pretty much it i mean the, the whole right now just being up here for a week the whole trying to find a buck bed thing is just not i mean that's what i try to do in florida and some in georgia but right now on this trip it's just not not really on my radar <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I, I get that that was my first year coming out here i was like Oh, I found this awesome buck bed and yeah. like, like I'm gonna hunt this thicket and all this stuff. Yeah. And that could be good. I mean, it, in the mornings maybe, you know, or something like that. But my gosh, man!
1: I mean, we saw a pile of beds today.
2: <laughs> yeah, we found I beds. Mean, I mean, beds isn't the problem, but uh, yeah, right now it's thick. It's hard to get up close to any beds or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I think some of them are bedding close to the field, uh, along the field edge, and. I had some of that even in in late season, or uh, they would bed on the on the edge uh, near fields or CRP. But um, sorry, I kind of jumped in front of Ray. Uh, that's <laughs> all right.
3: My my plan is basically just trying to uh, get my eyes on this place for uh, for November. Hopefully, I'll get drawn for it. Um, from what I've seen just today, um, every time I. am Every time I pull up to a um, a uh, bean field, um, I just there's a ton of trucks there, so I just uh, I think I'm going to switch over and start looking at the corn and try to see what I can find over there. A little less pressure.
0: That's an interesting that's an interesting tactic. So, I've felt the same way a lot of times about corn. Corn you cannot see very far. It's basically like a big thicket, you know, six foot high seven foot high thicket mm-hmm. and the deer live in it, you right. know, I mean, they're protected like crazy in that stuff. And, you know, as soon as they cut that corn, these deer are going to be on their feet big time. Um, but you also know that they're living in it. I mean, if they you've walked them. through a cornfield out here, you'll see like there are big deer living in those cornfields and you just, you would never know it cause you're not, you're just not going to see them. Um, so that's an interesting thing. And I think it could, it could work out for you. Like, because I've thought the same thing, like, man, all, everybody's going to concentrate around these beans. But again, I always come back to, stop freaking overthinking it, Parker, just go sit on a bean field. Well, <laughs> like,
3: that, that's what I'm going to do in the morning. I'm going to go sit uh, on a cornfield, And what I noticed was, it seemed like the edges where the bean fields are. Everything's just grown up. There's no, you can't really even see, you know, on the edge, good but on the cornfields seems to be you know the corn's tall and then everything else is shorter and they seem to have trails coming right along the edge of the corn so that's uh that's what I'm going to do in the morning
0: that's an interesting I, I hope that works out yeah that would be uh that would be pretty cool cuz like i said a lot of people are focused around those bean fields and also we're you know, on a full moon right now mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. they may not hit the bean fields till after dark which is likely i mean most of them are probably doing that in the morning time may be the best time to catch a deer going from a bean field into a corn field where they can sit all day they can stand up and eat if they want to
2: mm-hmm.
0: they pretty much have everything they need yeah. pretty much close by uh, so yeah. i i mean i think that's a good good solid
3: they are eating the corn i've seen uh today when i walked, you could tell that they were you know they were hitting and it. it's just uh it's just hard to see
1: them.
0: yeah that could be that could be you know that could fall into the uh category of an overlooked area this time of year mm-hmm. is hunting corn mm-hmm. um, of course when they cut it when they cut the corn like that's that's, well,
2: that's what i'm hoping a golden Tuesday. ticket <laughs> it, <laughs> um, would, it would spread out some of the pressure right. yeah, it, it would, would you know because then i mean there's plenty of different areas to hunt and mm-hmm. there are you know several different fields but when half of them are corn you know, everybody's concentrated to those handful of bean fields and,
0: and pretty much you know, none of the beans I've seen out here this year are yellowing at all yet.
2: Little mm-hmm. spots of them. That's yeah. It. yeah,
0: deer still feeding on those. So Spencer, what's your what's your main tactic uh, moving into this?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, in the afternoons, they like said it's a keep it simple kind of thing. So the the bean fields does work. You know, it works at the very least to see deer. Uh, hopefully you can get one that that works by you um, or do an observation set see where they're going or where they're coming from one or the other and uh, tighten up on them so that's the that's always the best plan but I mean the better plan is to be from up here and kind of like I was telling you this place lends itself to someone who has the time to to scout it for maybe weeks it'll take you to sit multiple different fields glass those fields mm-hmm. uh, yep. find out where those bucks are coming in and out and then have your everything set up and you can go kill one day one but you know guys like us you come up here and you, know, you map scout map scout don't tell you where the buck's coming out on the field just you yeah. where the field is yeah. Yeah. you know so and <laughs> the terrain and topography it it doesn't always lead them into you know some some fields maybe you know it'll lead them into certain areas but you know the buck I saw in the field today. He was up on the high ridge of it. You know, you think they'd be off it, You know, on the back where no one could really see him. Mm-hmm. Easy. He's up on the high ridge of it, in the middle of the field. Can't shoot him from the edge. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, you go out there and stalk or sit in the middle of the beans and try to get him. But uh, that was where the so buck,
0: the buck that I saw today.
2: There's I'm, beds in the middle of. I'm
0: it I'm sure he was bedded in the bean field. Um, I only could <clears throat> see he was running at one point. Uh, and I could just see him when he would come up out of it, yeah. you know. And it, I mean, it was, they, they were pretty tall in there. But yeah. I'm sure he was, I never, I was glassing that, that edge yeah. all evening long, and I didn't see that deer until he was in the middle of the field. So I'm sure he was just bedded up somewhere in that field.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. No, what I walked through was belly high. And I mean, I, it wasn't even a real wide field, and it, yeah, you know, it'll whoop you just to walk through that crap. So, and you better um, have
0: some freaking permethrin on. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: But uh, so, yeah, that's kind of, you know, the afternoon tactic. And, and if they do start cutting the corn, that's good. Me and Ricky walked about eight miles today, <laughs> did a big loop. And uh, we did find, you know, plenty of sign, concentrated trails on, you know, following paralleling ridges and that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, the standard stuff going down fingers, um, you know, convergence of trails. Uh, got some creek crossings, that sort of thing. Uh, and that's what I'm gonna be sitting on in the morning. is get off the back edge of a ridge, and uh, you know I know that the bottoms mess with your wind a little bit, but uh, you yeah, know you can only play it so so much, especially in a crowded area. You get isolated into how many spots you can go hunt, and yeah. you know it's like you some point you just gotta dive in and hope it all works out right, or you can you know you can watch what your wind's doing with your milkweed or whatever, and then try to kill him before he catches it. Interesting, interesting story. So,
0: I didn't get any milkweed this year, but. There's some up here. I know. Uh, there yeah. is some. Um, so, I just grabbed a bunch of cotton balls from the house, huh? and uh,
1: they work awesome. Huh? I'm using rabbit fur. Yeah. I've got fur some rabbit, fur.
2: rabbit so. I breed rabbits. So <laughs> so I <got laughs> Dude, that's
1: actually a pretty good idea. When they,
2: it's a really close second to, uh, to milkweed. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, when, when It's they, not quite uh, as good. I got a some some new zealand whites and when they pull their belly fur for for nesting when they have their babies all that belly fur you just take it you know all the clean fur and i'll bag it up and, that's you know, pretty cool yeah works works let's just see as it good. i want yeah i want to see something I mean, it's so. not it's not like milkweed's expensive or anything you <laughs> buy a bag of it for five dollars on ebay but Doggone it man yeah rabbit fur is really soft it's rabbit fur it, it floats so if you want, want today, a
0: lifetime yeah. supply of Windicator, you just start breeding rabbits. <laughs> right. Yeah. How in the crap do you start or, breeding rabbits? That's such a you, random thing. You
2: buy a $15 rabbit and shave it. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got a sure. lifetime supply. Or
0: just go rabbit hunting
2: and yeah, cut you do the fur off. All right. I don't so many white ones.
0: We, can, uh, we can't go any further until you talk about you breed rabbits. That's the weirdest thing ever. That's random. Is that weird? It's no, he
1: doesn't He breeds them with other rabbits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't actually breed I ain't the biggest that. boy in the
2: world, but I can't get in the rabbit. leave. <laughs> oh, man. So, breeding I like rabbits. I tight, but damn. <laughs> God. Is that too much? We got to edit maybe, it Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't because it's late and I'm tired. But
0: So, um, wait, how did you start breeding rabbits? That's...
2: Uh, how did I start doing why,
0: that? Wait, maybe the right question is, why do you breed rabbits?
2: For meat. Meat rabbits, eat them.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is and Is it
2: good? And I might sell some too. I really hadn't. I hadn't bred a whole bunch of them. I gave one to him. I gave oh, one to a few people. One? I've eaten a handful, but um, that's a well, longer Well, you're building a house I, right now. It's kind of uh, yeah. You know. I, I, I've been in this in between stage. So I, I, I live on a, a creek down there. Um, I'm not gonna say it in case I got stalkers or something. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I live on a creek. I'm building a house on the creek. And I have another house right down the road on a canal, like a little trailer. We've been living in the trailer trying to build this house. It's like a quarter mile apart, so like half my hunting crap's down there, half of it's at the trailer they'll live in. My rabbits are down there and you know, everything's just spread out and it's uh, my life's a mess, it's a pain in the butt. So <laughs> the I just have I haven't, a pain in the butt. <laughs> I haven't given them the yeah, Ray I gave him one too, so he's got one for his daughter. But um
0: Are you gonna kill it and eat it?
2: Well, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, he's probably going to die, though. He's got <laughs> ear bites and all kinds of other problems. And my, my daughter loves them, so I can't tell her like when one disappears, you know, where it went. <laughs> yeah, had
0: some rabbits stroking That's, off yeah. the next thing. Rabbits do, <laughs> yeah. There's Thumper.
2: Uh, they're yeah. good, though. Have you ever had a rabbit? I've had
0: wild rabbit. Yeah. Is it taste like chicken. the same as a... Yeah. Rabbit.
2: I don't eat a whole lot of r- wild rabbit. You know. I have. They taste the same. Yeah. To me, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbit hunting's big up here. Yeah, it is. You know, see a lot of people rabbit hunting up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Rabbit dogs.
0: I've never really been, like, super into it. We uh, we used to – because you can spotlight jackrabbits in Texas, where I was raised at. Mm-hmm. And we'd fill up a bed of a truck with jackrabbits, just going out and shooting them. But they, were, they had all the uh, – Worms and all that crap in it, you know. Whenever we it go out and do it, so we just never, just never really ate them. But um, I have had rabbit before. Um, we got off on a rabbit trail. Yeah, did. <laughs> Where do we leave off <laughs> <laughs> about tactics? <laughs> yeah, so so what's your? We, we were talking. Ray kind of shared about hunting corn and yeah. stuff like that. So Spencer, was well, talked your, about the
2: beans in the afternoon, and then like in the morning, I'm gonna drop off that ridge, and it's just some converging trails. Uh, The intersect right there and I I killed a doe not not real long from it it was just right up the the edge of the creek but there's there's a couple different thickets Uh, you know there's there's bedding back there there's hillside bedding and there's thickets and um, which right now I think that they're probably on that the hillsides are probably thick enough for them that they'll bed there even as protective cover type bedding right now Uh Um, because the thickets are so damn thick I feel like the bucks, maybe because they're velvet and stuff, they're just not really diving off into that as much. They don't really need to, uh-huh. you know, but later in the year, uh, they are in there, yeah, and you know I had uh, a couple encounters and then I killed that doe uh-huh. so you know these these deer here it's you know, I'm still learning it this is only my second time up here, but uh, they they seem to transition from once this is you know once this food source is hot and the corn becomes hot and that corn's cut, they run out of that bedding. You know, they start getting pushed around, and then they, they get do. pushed around with the pressure. They get pushed back further, and then later on in hard horn, you know that CRP becomes a big thing. So yep. you know, it's kinda, uh,
0: dropping, yeah, it's kind of acres dropping. That yep. becomes huge.
2: So we found a bunch of persimmons that are still green. You know, so once that happens soon, we probably won't be back up when when that's right. But yeah, if, if it was right, that was a damn hole right there, buddy. We found yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so I just uh. You know, I, I like Ricky said earlier. I'm generally not one to hunt a field edge. My only experience with it is in Georgia, and you see a few does, and you know the bucks don't hit them. But up here, it's a little bit different. So, it is different. You know, I'll, I'll I'll try some different stuff and do it in the afternoons. Uh, but in the mornings, I want to be backed off into the woods a little bit and try to catch them. You know, that food to bed. Yeah. And,
0: uh, yeah. That's. I mean, that's kind of my. I have. Like I said, this is my this is my third year doing this this hunt and uh every every year it kind of seems like something different happens last year i felt like i saw more bucks in the morning saw more deer movement around nine o'clock in the morning um than i did even in the evenings um but i mean things are different like it it changes like you said like you said there were some white oak acorns that were dropping. Yeah. That's going to change some things, you know, for yeah. that area. Those deer are going to hit it.
2: Have you hunted fields up here in the mornings? I'm
0: trying to think if I have or not.
2: Uh, I mean, they're bedding in the beans, so, I, you know, uh, yeah. again, it's something that, like, normally I wouldn't do that. And, you know, you got to get yeah. kind of creative, like, how are you going to hunt them? But so I you know, have, they're in a bed-to-food pattern, and they bed right inside the food.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so so, so. I, I don't think I've hunted a field edge in the morning out here, maybe ever. I've hunted close to a field. I've Mm -hmm. hunted in, like, kind of a a long strip of woods that's in between fields, you know. But, I mean, it's only probably 100 yards, maybe less wide. So I've been close to the fields and stuff. But um, last year, when we were down here, or up here, I guess, uh, there was a kid, I mean, didn't really – seem like anybody who really knew what he was doing all that much like they, they walked out on opening morning sat over a bean field had a bachelor group of three big bucks come up to him and he shot a big eight point
2: simple as that
0: in the morning yeah. and it was like and it, he watched it die i mean we were hanging out with these guys they were staying in the same camp as us um the came same area and uh they were shooting their bows, and their bows were out of tune and, like, making all kinds of <laughs> creaking noises and stuff. Like, these guys, which yeah. is uh, is great. I'm glad they're out here sure. enjoying it and stuff. But you could tell they weren't the kind of guys that were just, like, out there, like, taking it real serious. They are right. just like, hey, we'll go well, maybe kill a deer. And they killed a great deer.
2: That's the type and, of thing that happens up here.
1: hmm
2: And that's back to some of the first stuff you said. You know, you start overthinking it and, you know, we're working hard and walking all these miles, and we can just pop into side of a field that's right next to the parking area and you can kill a good one but I was talking however, to no. a,
0: a guy last year I think and I kind of I, I keep telling these stories just to drive home the purpose of this podcast would be for anybody looking to come and do a hunt like this you know an early season hunt who's used to like grinding and like like you're gonna have to grind out here but it's gonna be different things you're gonna have to grind because you got poison oak and you got ticks all over your junk and you got you know, you're tired and it's hot, but the grind isn't necessarily, you don't, it doesn't have to be the miles, and that's why we, I keep wanting to drive this home to people, no. to help them out, you know, um, but there was a guy last mm-hmm. year uh, who was talking to me, a guy from Louisiana, and they, I believe they had a lease out here, and uh, there was like a lot of guys out there or something, and they just decided to come and hunt public for an evening, and one of them ended up killing it like a 140 and he said that uh he just kind of they were just it was on a whim just went out and set somewhere dude came and walked by him and he whistled at him he was like hey i'm here the guy walked away and like 15 minutes later buck came down that same path that that guy just left on buck came out he shot him
2: yep.
0: 140 inch buck i like guess kind of stuff just doesn't like it's hard to to yeah. understand when you're so used to get away from the pressure and get away from the roads and get away from the field edges, yeah. when that I mean that's literally uh, the first year I came out here. the The wildlife manager guy out here he was telling me that there was like ten bucks on opening opening week uh, that got killed out of the same field. Like, that's crazy. That's unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you, they, they're just they they don't necessarily they have to eat. And they're gonna eat what's best, and right now what's best is those beans, and so right. they're gonna do it.
2: The hardest thing is just working around the pressure. Right. You know, it's, he- like what, it's heavily pressured. What you know? what
0: Jason said earlier, he's like, the deer don't care so much about the pressure. They don't. So, they care less about the pressure than we do. Like right. we care about the pressure, so it makes us yeah. make decisions that maybe are like maybe are less than awesome decisions. You know
3: i think uh for here i think with with all the ag i think in the morning really you should uh probably try to set up in a strand somewhere and probably leave about an hour earlier than you normally would just to try to you know because the deer are going to be coming if they're leaving the fields they're going to be coming early I think.
0: yeah i agree yeah. i can see that well cool well this is gonna be a short podcast because it's late and we got to get up early yeah, and uh, go kill all four of us got to kill a buck tomorrow so. Hope so it's gonna be a long day dragging deer out
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i'm 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 thinking maybe maybe two of us will kill one in the morning and two of us in the evening and we can all pack up and go home all right
2: It'd make it easy wouldn't it yeah it would
0: <laughs> with Ricky's luck we may
1: we may be able to do it i hope i didn't lose the luck from last year i will see yeah. Yeah.
0: they say once you kill a white yeah. animal you're you're unlucky from that point forward i think that's a native american thing and so i'm interested to see how my season turns out yeah. the last game animal that i killed was a a white turkey so we shall see i had
2: a good <laughs> year in florida but i only killed the doe in kentucky so
0: you did you crushed it in florida yeah, yeah you I, shot, I, I killed shot four bucks. bucks four bucks
2: yeah, yeah. Four, three of them were four and a half year old deer that's and one good uh, one of them was uh, probably a two and a half year old buck but But it's a buck in Florida. Oh, yeah, I'm not uh, near as picky down there. I wouldn't be. uh, Up here, I'd get a little more picky.
0: Heck, yeah. Well, cool. Well, we're going to go kill some bucks, but uh, actually we're going to go sleep and then kill some bucks. And um, I think it's going to be good. Thank you guys so much for staying up and recording this podcast.
1: Right, yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to a a fun-filled week. Packing them out. It's going to be a good time all right guys if uh if you ever decide that you want to come and do an early season hunt in a state like tennessee where you can do the early season velvet hunt kentucky you've got nebraska you've got north dakota there's a handful of states that are open right now south carolina um i imagine that one would probably be a little bit is it north carolina or south carolina that's open south
2: carolina, south south carolina, carolina. but the, yeah. the lower end of it yeah called a low country so, I would imagine
0: that one's a little bit different than the stuff that we've been talking about. But it may not be. I don't know. Um, Georgia's pretty soon, too. Georgia opens next weekend, the 12th.
2: Yeah, it's always a week before Florida.
0: Yep. So, I mean, there's a, there's a handful of opportunities for anybody listening to this who wants to go out and do an early season hunt, maybe try to kill a deer in velvet. Um, so, uh, I hope you guys listen to this and maybe take something away from it. Um, I know I learn something every single time I do this hunt. And uh, I have no doubt that, uh, that one day the stars are going to align and it may not be this trip, may not be next year, may not be the year after that. Stars are going to align eventually, and I'm going to be able to kill a big velvet Get buck. Get some of that.
2: Yep. That uh, good luck like some of those guys just jump right on the field and kill one. But Yep. I don't have that luck.
0: Yep. Yeah. I do sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I just <laughs> It just yeah. kind of depends. So, uh, so, yeah, if you, if you want to plan on doing a trip like that, um, make sure you check out states like Kentucky, and I, I really want to do the North Dakota hunt or Nebraska. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But um, if you are going to be in the woods this week, remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.